You are listening to an Elia Sword podcast. Episode 5. What Once Was. Written, illustrated and produced by Elia Sword. As much as X appreciated the concern of her employees, at times it could often get rather irritating. She had tried everything to get out of this social gathering of having drinks together after work, but her entire team, especially her newest member, Celia, had begged her to come. Of course she had refused, but they had escorted her here regardless, saying that she needed a break. So, there she sat, a glass of Gordon's orange gin and lemonade in front of her, stuck with her colleagues who were laughing at a joke that she didn't get. As she ran back over the events in her mind, trying to figure out how exactly she had gotten herself into this predicament, she stared at a large group sat across from them in the dimly lit room. Their loud laughter had caught her attention, and they seemed to be a rowdy bunch. It was quite irritating. She glared at them as she took a sip of her drink, but stopped midway as she caught a glimpse of one of their faces. It was a man she had recognised. He looked around the same age as X, with his hair neatly brushed back and held in place by gel. He wore a simple outfit of jeans and a red t-shirt, similar to her own style. X couldn't help but stare as she tried to remember who he was. She lost herself in her thoughts until the man turned around and made eye contact with her. She couldn't help but jump as she suddenly realised who it was. She grabbed her jacket that she had lay on the seat beside her and slid down the chair, almost hiding under the table, praying that he wouldn't approach their booth. Um, X? What are you doing? says Celia, as she looked at her in confusion, her cheeks a little pink from the alcohol. Pretend I'm not here, X whispered, pulling her long brown hair down over one side of her face. Why? Is something the matter? said Harry. He was a tall, thin man with a long face and jaw-length blonde hair. No, I just... um... She chanced a glance over at the group and saw the man still staring at her, squinting in the light. His face suddenly lit up and he began to approach them. X slid further under the table, putting the jacket over her head. Of course he would come over here. Such was her luck. You good, X, said Simon, a middle-aged man with short black hair and stubble. I'm fine, just hide me, said X desperately. Oh, come on, you're acting as if you're hiding from an ex, an ex-partner, I mean, and we all know you don't do relationships, said Celia as she laughed jokingly. I mean, you with a boyfriend? Not a chance, right? The whole table went silent. X stared at her co-worker, who stared back, gobsmacked that she had guessed that randomly. She prayed that no one would take it seriously. There was silence for a moment as everyone stared at X, waiting for her answer. When she didn't respond, Celia's face suddenly turned to one of shock. You had a boyfriend? Shut up! Hi, um, am I interrupting something? Stood at the end of their table was the man who X recognised. She tried to make herself as small as possible, 
but she felt that her attempt at avoiding him now was a waste of time. Oh, hi, she said, pretending to be surprised as she sat up. Fancy seeing you here, Brett. He smiled at her and was trying to hold back a laugh. Um, so, shall I just pretend that you weren't trying to hide from me? He said with a knowing look. What? No. What makes you say that? I just dropped something. Brett raised an eyebrow at her, and she knew he didn't believe her. He hadn't changed since she had first met him, apart from ageing, of course. She could feel her heart beating faster, and she caught herself staring at him. Do you mind if I join you? he said, gesturing to the empty seat next to Harry, who was looking at him suspiciously. Yes, said X firmly. No, Cecilia excitedly. Um, okay, said Brett, laughing at the answer. X rolled her eyes. There was no way that she was winning against Celia on this one, so she reluctantly gestured for him to sit down. I'm Brett. It's nice to meet you all, he said, as he shook all their hands in turn, except from X's. So, are you all friends? Colleagues? We're co-workers, said Simon. I'm Simon, that's Harry and Celia, he said, pointing to them in turn. So, how do you know X? We used to go to medical school together. Are you all here on a night out? X tried to drown out the chatter as she looked around for an escape. She picked up the orange gin and thought about downing the entire glass. It didn't seem like the worst plan in the world right now. Although... She also didn't feel like throwing up tonight either. So, how did you meet her? I have to know, Cecilia, resting her chin on her interlocking fingers, her question grabbing X's attention. Down in the glass was now more tempting than ever. I assume X never mentioned me? We were together for five years, said Brett. He looked hurt at the revelation. I don't go publicising our relationship. X cut in coldly as she raised the gin glass to her lips. That's private. Fair enough, but do you mind if I share the story? said Brett. X simply waved her hand at him, and he smiled before turning back to the others. Me and X were in the same class while studying medicine. I'd been watching her for a while. She wasn't the best student. She was always distracted by her pursuit in technology, and, if I remember correctly, she always had some sort of textbook from robotics in front of her. But she worked hard in the medical field, too, and I thought she was the most gorgeous woman there. I remember catching you staring at me a couple of times. You couldn't think of a more subtle way to creep on me, said X with a small laugh. I think we worked out pretty quickly that subtle wasn't my thing when I nearly caused a fire in the lab with a Bunsen burner someone had left out. Well... You were the one who decided to mess around with it. Anyway, Brett continued. Near the end of our first year, I finally gathered up the courage to approach her and ask her out on a date. Which you led by complimenting me on my lipstick. A little strange to lead with, don't you think? Um, are you telling this story or am I? said Brett jokingly. I just wanted to add that detail in there. Despite being out of the ordinary, it did make... My... day. X trailed off as she felt her face heat up, suddenly remembering that her colleagues were sat right next to her. She knew that she was blushing, and the whole table was staring at her. 
This was the most information she had revealed to them about herself, and she hated it. She grabbed the gin glass and finished it off before looking at the table and remaining silent. Anyway, she said yes, and there was a spark between us, you know. The best five years of my life, continued Brett. X looked up and caught him gazing at her before catching himself and pretending to clear his throat. She glanced at the others and saw that they all looked surprised. Harry still stared at their guest with suspicion. Mm. If it was so great, then why did you break up? If you don't mind me being so blunt, said Harry. Good question. Shortly after we had graduated and began residency, X decided to go down a different career path and become a roboticist, which makes sense, really. We both just got so busy that we hardly saw each other, and we decided to break things off. Go our separate ways. Seriously, said Celia. Everyone looked at X for confirmation, but her eyes were fixed on Brett. He was staring at her, and she couldn't help but notice that his eyes had glazed over. All of a sudden, everyone jumped when a series of small beeps came from Brett's pocket. He took out a pager and silenced it before standing up. I'm sorry, I've got to go, he said, more to X than anyone else. I'll see you around? Maybe, said X. Brett smiled at her before running back over to his table, grabbing his coat and leaving. X watched him, wondering who he was going to save. She admired him for being able to do that job. In truth, it was her worst nightmare, and she wondered why she had even tried pursuing such a career in the first place. There was silence around the table, and when X looked at her co-workers, she could see their bewilderment. What? she said. Are you serious? said Harry. X looked at him confused, trying to decipher what he meant. It suddenly hit her, and she stood up while grabbing her jacket and bag. I'm not discussing Brett, if that's what you mean. I'm going home. I'll see you all on Monday, she said shortly, as she shuffled out of the booth a little unsteadily. As soon as she got outside, she took a deep breath, running her fingers through her hair and throwing it back over her shoulder. She put on her jacket and was just about to put in her earphones when she heard someone behind her. Have you got a moment? Not really, said X as she turned to face Simon. Well then, I promise I'll make it quick. You still like him, don't you? X turned her back on him. She began walking down the street and heard Simon follow her. She could feel her temper rise and eventually boil over as she rounded on him. Stop following me! I'm not. I just happen to be walking in the same direction, he teased. Oh, screw you. Simon laughed. X thought about walking off again, but she knew that if she did, he would just ask her about it on Monday. He wasn't the type of person that would just leave things be, especially when he could see that something was wrong. Look, I don't want to talk about it. Me and Brett are over. Have been for the past three years. There's nothing to discuss, said X. Isn't there? Because back there, I saw you smile like you had never smiled before. X froze and instinctively raised a hand slowly to the corner of her mouth, as if she was checking that she wasn't smiling. It's not that she didn't like it. 
She would just rather not bother with people asking her about her visible emotions. She saw questions like, why are you crying, and what's made you so happy, a waste of time. Besides, it wasn't like her to show how she felt. It made her vulnerable. Simon met her gaze and tried to put a hand on her arm, but she pulled it away. What are you so afraid of? If you both still like each other, then why not give things another chance? You heard what he said. It's my fault that we broke up. I ended it. Besides, I don't have time for a relationship, said X. But if you love them, then it takes no time at all. (laughs) That's rich, coming from you, said X. Simon flinched before averting his gaze to the ground. Um, a bit of a low blow there, X. Don't you think? He said quietly. X felt guilt rush through her. She grabbed the strap of her bag and shifted her weight awkwardly. Sorry. I didn't mean to go that far. Relationships can be complicated. It can get messy and you'll make mistakes. But you have to work at them. Figure things out together. I can see you both still love each other. Why not give it another go? X thought about what Simon had said for a moment. It would be nice to have someone to go home to, and she didn't admit that very often. It's a waste of time. Only 58% of marriages actually work. 42 end in divorce. That's nearly half, said X. What's the point of making time to date someone, spend money on getting married, only for it to all fall apart years later and end up right back at the start? Simon opened his mouth to answer, but closed it again, not seeming to be able to find the right words to convince her otherwise. But what if you're in the 58%, he said after a moment. X was taken aback. She couldn't think of anything to counter that argument. I'll see you Monday. Go and enjoy the rest of the night with the others. I dare say Celia will need help getting home. X, wait. Good night, Simon. With that, she turned and walked away. X breathed a sigh of relief as she closed the front door of her small apartment. She flicked on the light, threw her bag on the sofa, and made her way to her bedroom where she flopped onto the bed. She took a moment to gather her thoughts before sitting up and taking off her boots. The silence was welcoming after a long day. Who needed a partner to disturb it? She glanced at her digital clock on the bedside table and saw it was nearly half eleven at night. No wonder I felt so tired, she muttered. After getting a glass of water and checking the door was locked, she got changed, braided her hair and climbed into bed after turning off the light. The duvet was cosy and warm, the weighted blanket making it feel like a hug. She turned on her side and closed her eyes, willing her brain to shut up about Brett so she could go to sleep. But what if it could work? her brain whispered. He still likes me. That much was obvious. Could you imagine having him here? Just think of everything we could do together. Oh, shut up, X grumbled. She opened her eyes and rolled over to grab her phone. These thoughts were intrusive, a pain. 
He probably already had another girlfriend anyway. She opened Instagram and did a search for Brett's account, his profile picture being of him and his dog, Rex. She clicked on it and scrolled through the images. Was this stalking? Maybe. But X felt like she had to prove to herself that it couldn't possibly work. As she scrolled through image after image, she realised she was holding her breath and her chest was tight with anxiety. She eventually reached the end of his page and let out the breath she was holding. Nothing. There was no one else in the images other than family. She stared at the screen, wondering what to do. The message button was tempting. No, 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 no. What am I doing? X muttered as she locked her phone and tossed it onto the bed. She stared at the ceiling for a moment and listened to the street outside, busy with nightclubbers. That part of her life was done. Finished. No point in chasing it again now. Then again, she had nothing to lose. X picked up her phone and pressed the message button. She began to type and retype her message until she felt it was right. She had never been a wordsmith after all. Eventually, she sent her carefully crafted text. Hey, it's just me, X. It was quite the surprise to see you tonight. I was just wondering, if you don't feel like it's a waste of time, maybe we could go for coffee at some point this week? She waited for a moment, staring at the screen. It took a second for her to realise he was probably in the middle of an emergency and wouldn't reply straight away, as was the life of a doctor. She could feel her eyes finally become heavy and locked her phone, placing it on the bedside table and turning over to fall asleep. A message came through, and the screen illuminated the room for a brief moment before going dark again.